BBO. What an inspiration that last contestant was. Young Adam Robertson set a new course record in finishing the challenge and all the while dragging along his conjoined twin. It's going to be hard for anyone to top what we just saw. But that doesn't mean someone won't try. And our next contestant is Benji Tunnel of Web City, Missouri. Benji, a podcaster and movie reviewer, is competing in his first Ninja Warrior semifinal. In talking to him before the show, I could see the confidence oozing out of him. At least I hope that was confidence. Benji has dedicated his run tonight to God and that allegedly homeless guy who's always begging for spare change outside the Sam's Club. Oh, I hate that guy. And that's because you have no heart. And we're getting ready for the start, and the clock is now ticking. Benji begins his run toward history now. Except he's not moving. Well, that's not exactly true. It looks like he's trying to pump up the crowd. He's waving his arms in the air, trying to get the excitement level up. So far, it's not... Working. Now, now he's doing the Hulk Hogan call and answer, and he's ripping off his shirt. Never in my life have I seen a grown adult so lacking in muscle definition. Oh, and thank you for saying that. You're welcome. And Benji is now doing laps around the perimeter, offering up high fives to all who want them. It looks like no one is taking him up on that. And the camera is now showing us his wife. She could not look more embarrassed to be married to this man. I have a feeling that this episode might play a role in an upcoming divorce. One can only hope. Precious seconds are ticking away as it appears that Benji is now doing stretches. Stretching is very important to these events, but really, that is something that should have been done before the beginning of his run. And now, jumping jacks. Holy cow, with this kind of buildup, I can only believe that this run will be something to truly remember. And wait. Oh, oh, he's lining up. Looks like he's preparing to actually begin the course. This is so exciting. Indeed it is. His first obstacle is the warm-up, the easiest of the course. He must run across the uneven platforms, jumping from one to another. It looks simple, and that's because it is. All he has to do is avoid falling into the water and just conserve his energy for the difficult part of the course. And there he goes. He's running toward the platform, and he... Oh my goodness, he just face-planted directly into the water. He didn't even make the first platform. This is truly unprecedented. We've never seen a contestant flame out in such a spectacular fashion. That is the truth. It looks as though he's struggling to pull himself out of the water. This is odd, given that the four feet of water is basically there for show, and an infant could pull itself back up on the platform with ease. He's hollering for something. It looks like he's requesting the medic. Why in the world would he need the medic? It was the least threatening fall one could have taken. And the doctor is on the scene. He's administering oxygen. I can't understand why. He literally took three steps before his run ended. An asthmatic with emphysema could have made that run without having to breathe deeply. This is truly humiliating for Benji, but more so for his family. Oh, I have a feeling his family won't be claiming him for the near future. He's finally rolled out of the water and is laying on his back. He's gasping for breath, even with the oxygen mask on his face. I'm going to move in closer now to see if I can get a word with Benji. Try not to get any failure on you. Benji, you set a record today for the shortest run in American Ninja Warrior history. How does that make you feel? <coughs> just to, oh, Take your just, time. Just, just a second. Take your time. Just, <laughs> did, did you... <laughs> Did you even train for this event? Of, of course I did. Why would you ask such a question? Well, there is no other explanation for what we just saw. You didn't even make it past the first obstacle. <laughs> I tried my best. <laughs> I spent the last three days getting into shape, conditioning, <laughs> sleeping, watching old episodes of the show. Well, that certainly answers a lot. <laughs> I just 
wanted to make it to the end. I didn't know that it would be so hard. That part wasn't hard at all. Stephen Hawking could have accomplished more than you did in this event. I just... I just don't know what went wrong. Other than you were woefully unprepared and out of shape? Woefully? I'm in great shape, the best shape of my life! I suppose pillowy could be considered a shape. Lanky-ish, I guess. I can't quite honestly see any reason to continue this conversation with you. You are, without a doubt, the worst contestant I've ever seen. I'm guessing that you'll never try to come back on this show again. Come back? Are you kidding? I'm gonna win this thing! I'll see you next year! And there you have it. The biggest idiot to walk the earth and a sad, sad example of the human species. Back to you, Scott. Hey, could I get a stretcher? No. No, you can't! to the Smoking Chihuahua Sketch Comedy Podcast, the tallest podcast on the internet. This episode of Tales of the Smoking Chihuahua is brought to you by Brigham Young Brand Condoms. Brigham Young Brand Condoms, for when you're more man than Mormon. dangerous raid on a secret government lab has left the greatest band of supervillains ever, Partners of Pain, in tatters. A major explosion killed two of the most powerful bad guys ever, Professor Anarchy and the Green Demon. Horribly injured by the blast, only two survivors renew their epic struggle to conquer the world in the name of tyranny and violence and evil and kicking puppies and stealing your left socks and secretly cracking your eggs in your refrigerator while you're sleeping and letting the air out of your tires so you're late to work. In the secret lair of the Partners of Pain... Oh, Dr. Infliction? Excellent, Mr. Meany. Nice to see you alive. Oh, I feel terrible. As you should. You've been through a lot. What what happened? The Green Demon triggered the failsafe on the Nova Bomb. It was pretty awful. And the others? We two, you and I, we're all that's left. Oh, I see. The cause of evil lost a great champion. Professor Anarchy taught me all I know about causing general domestic unrest in the civilian populace. I will carry on in his name. Did we get the plans for the bomb? Negative. Blast! Stealing that weapon was our surest way to completely overthrow the American government. Well, we can take another crack at it, I suppose. Just let me get out of this bed. Let me take this blanket off and... Wait, wait, sir, you're not ready to see what I... Whoa, what did you do to me? Mr. Meany, settle down. Where are my legs? Let me explain. Uh, The blast went off and you were completely uh, mangled. Your heart stopped, so I I had to find some electrical source to keep your body running. The only thing I could find was this wreckage. What? Was this... Is this a Segway? Yes, it's... A freaking Segway? What am I now, Roboblart? Oh, no. This isn't real! My legs! Can you uh, can you try to move around a little? I'm a half-man, half-segway freak! How can I cause evil like this? Just try to move around. Okay. Here it goes. There you go. Excellent. How do I steer? Just lean the way you want to go. Okay. Okay. Now, go faster. Why does this sound like the cars from the Jetsons? Oh, can I fly like that? Technically, those were, uh... Spaceships. But sadly, no, we lack that technology. I can't even fly? I sound like the Jetsons, but I can't even fly? 
What are you doing, sir? What sir? Have you, what have you done to me? Let, let go. You've ruined my life, you filthy maniac. It was the best I could do with with what I had. You should have looked harder. Maybe there was a tank laying around, or even one of those high-tech jetpacks or something, but you gave me a freaking Segway for a body. But look, look down, I, I gave you... Gave me what? A laser cannon. <sighs> a laser cannon? Intriguing. You may have just saved your life, Dr. Infliction. Where is it? Push the red button. And I just push this button to destroy whatever's in front of me? Ostensibly, hmm. yes, but... Then I'll see you in hell! Oh, what now? Sorry, sir. The entire system is solar-powered. Indoors, it's... Worthless. Ah! This is all that idiot General Goody Pants fault. Self-righteous son of a gun practically dared us to steal that bomb. He dared us! This is all his fault. He died in the blast, too, sir. Well, excellent. Point me out to his grave. I'm gonna go pee on it. Impossible, sir. You no longer have a bladder. Ugh. Then I'll... I'll drive my Segway butt over his grave and dump transmission fluid all over it. Um, electric motor, sir. Who is that? Did you reveal the location of our lair? You simpleton! Computer, arm the missile defenses immediately. Those are our new recruits, sir. Recruits? Of course, so master of manly meanness. Even as powerful and evil as you are, I know that we two cannot take over the world by ourselves. I have recruited two dastardly fiends to join our brotherhood. Hmm, show me. Who's the babe? This is misinformation. Right. So, toots, tell me about yourself. I was born on Mars. My parents were elephants. I like to kiss sombreros, and I once built a sandcastle with a tuba. Uh, what? You've already told me all of this nothingness, woman. Now, take your ID badge and jam it up the subway, mister. Okay, if what are your powers? I don't have any powers, except for all of them. Plus, I can add negative numbers if they're less than five. Unless it's Thursday. I shoot laser beams from my armpits. Really? No, not really. But I do eat tree bark to help me fly on the bongos at Mount Rushmore when I'm parasailing on the Food Network. Uh, excuse me? Um, Dr. Infliction, a word, please. Of course, your sheer deadly awfulness. <laughs> Why did you bring me a crazy person? I also pee Kool-Aid, and I can make snow cones with insulation from my DVD player. Her power is that she's utterly confusing and drives everyone she talks to insane. In what possible situation could this be of any use to us? These are trying times, your devilish impiness, my lord. You'd never know. Is, is she insane? Oh, no, not at all, sir. One time, I was appealing a court order against my favorite talk show, which is, of course, Post-it Notes and Waffles. <laughs> she just can't tell the truth in any situation. Apparently, though, she is skilled in hand-to-hand -hand combat, wombat style. I don't know. Would you like to meet the next recruit? <sighs> Why not? I just solved the meaning of potatoes! Oh, thanks for bringing me outside. I can feel the particle death cannon charging on my Segway even as we speak. Soon millions will flee in terror. <laughs> He's here, sir. Who's here? Hey, buddy, this isn't Augusta National. This is an evil lair. Did you see the sign? Hello. <laughs> Okay, time to die for... No, sir, wait. 
That's a recruit. He's the yuppie. Pardon me, children. Is there somewhere I could refill my Evian bottled water while I call my broker? AIG is down another two points. <laughs> he peg rolls his jeans, he pops the collar on his members only jacket, and he only drinks fine Chianti from a bottle, and he has a perfect smile. I hate yuppies. Everyone hates yuppies, sir. That's why he's perfect. Perfect for what? Yes, Jeeves. Moopsie called and said that little Fifi and Dominic are going to be late at the polo match. Oh, he's insufferable. Of course he is. When we combine his talents with misinformation skills at deception, we have an excellent unit for infiltration. Hey, yuppie! Come here! Yes, hold on. Some plebeian wants to talk to me. Did he just call me a bean? Ah, such uncivilized brutality. No wonder this little troop is a farcical wart on the bourgeoisie's industrial path. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Why did you bring him again? He didn't even put up a fight. What's the point of this guy? Wait for it. Hello there, Donald. Put down 30 million on the chinchilla farm in Buenos Aires. <laughs> He's alive, but I, I just killed him. Uh- <laughs> that ought to do it. See? Oh. My. Lord. Anyone have any gray poupon? What's going on? This yuppie won't die, sir. We'll see about that. <laughs> there. Is it time for the cotillion to start? I told you. What What do you mean you told me? That's his power. What, his power is dying? I love Lionel Richie. He's so stylish for a black man. He always comes back. Oh, you've redeemed yourself, Dr. Infliction. Forget conquering the world. This is so much better. I could do this all day. All day later... <laughs> <laughs> Yahtzee! Ah! In fuego! Ah! Booyah! Ah! Downtown! Ah! Die! Will Mr. Meanie ever get tired of killing the yuppie? Will Misinformation realize that she's joined the worst group of villains ever? Will Dr. Infliction ever tell Mr. Meanie that he is now a she? Stay tuned to the next episode of Super Legion of Terrible Evil People! you just drop them pants drop just take them right off i mean what's this all about don't say anything just do it It... just drop them boy with all that little old bitty shirt there too them panties take them off i bet you squeal i bet you squeal like pig oh squeal 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 Squeal! Squeal louder! 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 Scalpel. 
Wait, are you sure this is a good idea? It's going to have to be. With the insurance that the podcast offers, we're the only ones that are covered to perform this surgery. He needs it. I, I guess so. There you go. Uh, that's sharp. Uh, what are we looking for again? Hang on. Uh, something to do with the... I can't read this word. Pyroid... Thyroid, I, what's, I think. What's a thyroid? Is, is that this... Bean-shaped thing? Ugh. Dude, that's his kidney. You're supposed to be somewhere up around his neck. Oh, son of a bitch. All right. Okay. Like, he's going to know any difference anyway. Hang on. Let me stitch him up here. And, uh, there we go. Is, is yarn a good for this? Should I be using this red yarn? Oh, I, I think it'll, it'll work fine. Okay. Uh, there we go. Now let's slit this sucker open. Uh, that's a lot of blood there, Chad. Did you uh, nick the carotid artery? Yeah, if I knew what that was, <laughs> sure, I guess. I mean, this is my first time, you know. We need to get some pressure on that cut. Stat. I've always wanted to say that. Stat. Wait, uh, what am I doing hovering over my body? Oh, did those idiots kill me? We're losing him! We're losing him! Grab that scotch tape and hand me those paper clips. Stat. Well, that is fun to say. Man, I can't believe it. You ask him to do one simple thing. I should have at least had Chad turn the Pitt State game off while he was operating. Oh, I got blood in my eye. At least, I hope that's blood. Hand me that tissue. Don't die on me, damn it! Live, you bastard! Well, I had a good run. I was beloved by the hundreds of thousands who read my words every week and worshipped by the tens of thousands who listened to my wisdom on the podcast. And I had that successful line of self-help books for women coping with menopause, and I single-handedly founded a multi-billion dollar bondage gear empire. What more can one ask for in life? Except, perhaps, friends with more capable surgery skills. Well, I I think he's a goner. Yeah, well... Oh, well, I think you're right. When do you want to start auditions for his replacement? Wait, wait auditions? Not, not for my role. I originated the witty banner and nonsensical pop culture riffing that defines the style of this podcast. Uh, I'll, I'll put an ad on Craigslist or something. Okay, uh, well, what are you going to put? How about this? Wanted. Half-breed mouth mouth breather who can string three words together. Must have own transportation, socially acceptable body odor, and strong dental hygiene a must. Well, that'll at least be an upgrade. What? What's wrong with my body odor? Oh, let's make sure this one actually wears pants. Good call. Hang on, and it's posted. Oh, I don't think so. I didn't do all this work just to hand it over to some scab. Wait, we, we've we got a pulse. Well, let's stitch him up and see if he's normal. I'm oh, I'm out of yarn. Do we, do we have anything else I can use? Uh, I've got this tube of industrial strength adhesive. Ooh, that sounds wonderful. Yeah, wait a second, we need to load it into this hot glue gun. Okay. All right, here you go. All right, thank you. Bringing him out of anesthesia now. You're coming back to us, buddy. How you feeling? Ugh, a, little, a little queasy. Did you get it? Uh, yeah. Uh, we did. Yeah, we did. You've got mail. What, what was that? Oh, uh, nothing. Just a response to an ad I placed. Well, I guess we better get ready for the show. Wipe your blood off. That's gross. Okay. Hang on. Why am I not wearing any pants? We did a little, uh, upgrade while you were out. I, I didn't authorize that. What did you do? Why am I so sore? Dude, relax. There's no charge for the vagina. Hey, did you see that the Muppets are coming back to TV? I did. I can't be more excited. Uh, I don't know. Oh, shock. What's the matter? 
Well, I heard that Carmen and Miss Picky broke up. I, I really thought those two kids were going to make it. Uh, yeah, this is the most upsetting celebrity breakup since Elton John and his wife divorced. <laughs> yeah, thanks for bringing up that painful memory. Well, you did hear why they were breaking up, right? No, should I have? I kind of figured you would have heard this. I guess there's some leaked audio from Kermit's last doctor visit. Uh, hey, hang on. Uh, let me see. Let me find the link here on my phone. Uh, here it is. Here it is. Okay, I'm going to push play. Take a listen. So, Mr. The Frog, why are you seeing us today? Hey, oh, well, Doctor, I've been I've been having some uh, difficulties, you know, uh, down there. Oh, <laughs> uh, what exactly are the symptoms? Oh, it's gotten uh, very, very painful when I urinate. It itches all the time, and there's a little uh, discoloration. Oh, yes. I've heard of these symptoms before. I'm sure it's nothing to worry about. I, I did notice that you're wearing pants today, though. As, as I recall, you're more of a naturist. Yeah, well, uh, I've been feeling kind of awkward. Um, I'm afraid it's pretty noticeable. Well, if you don't mind just dropping those down for a minute, so let me take a look here. Oh, uh, sure thing, Doc. Oh, oh my! Is it bad? Mm, I, I've seen worse, but not often. Oh, man, uh, just, just give it to me straight, Doc. Kermit, I'm afraid you have carpet burn. That bitch... Oh. Oh, well, that makes sense. That's why I broke up with her. What have you brought home this time? It's one of those books on tape. A biography about a man I served with in the Great War. Who? Joseph Oeuvre. Who? Joseph Oeuvre saved my life from the Germans on more than one occasion. Finest man I ever knew. Gave me the clap. That one did. The what? The clap! Joseph Oeuvre gave me the clap! I clapped for myself. Whole platoon did. He took out that whole squad of crowd single-handedly. A real hero. What's it called? Joseph Oeuvre. The book! The book on tape! What's it called? Fifty Shades Oeuvre. Joseph had about 50 pairs of sunglasses. Wore them all the time. I coined the nickname for myself. Fifty Shades Oeuvre. He gave me the clap! And the herpes! Says on the box here it's read by Sean Connery! What?! Sean Connery, the actor! He acted quite inappropriately in my opinion! Had a raging case of syphilis! Put it right in my octopussy! Your what?! My octopussy! I want to give it a listen! Where's the play button on this reel-to-reel doohickey? And now, Audible presents Fifty Shades of Grey by E.L. James, read by Sean Connor. Chapter One I scowl with frustration at myself in the mirror. Damn my hair. It just won't behave, and damn Catherine Kavanaugh for being ill and subjecting me to this ordeal. I should be studying for my final exams, which are next week. Yet here I am, trying to brush my hair into submission. I must not sleep with it wet. I must not sleep with it wet. Reciting this mantra several times, I attempt once more to bring it under control with the brush. Where the blue blazes is Joseph Oeuvre! My breathing is still ragged as I come down from my orgasm. His hand moves down to my waist, to my hips, and then cups me intimately. Jeez. His finger slips through the fine lace and slowly circles around me. There. 
Briefly, he closes his eyes and his breathing hitches. You're so deliciously wet. I want you. He thrusts his finger inside of me, and I cry out as he does it again and again. What? What? Must be something wrong with this tape. What? Why did you stop? There's something wrong with the tape. It's all garbled up or something. Turn, turn it back on. It was just starting to get good. Christian is standing over me, grasping a plated leather riding crop. He's wearing old, faded, ripped Levi's, and that's all. He flicks the crop slowly into his palm as he gazes down at me. He's smiling, triumphant. I cannot move. I am naked and shackled spread-eagle on a large four-poster bed. Reaching forward, he trails the tip of the crop from my forehead down the length of my nose so I can smell the leather, and over my parted, panting lips. He pushes the tip into my mouth so I can taste the smooth, rich leather. Suck, he commands, his voice soft. My mouth closes over the tip as I obey. Don't stop! Turn it back on! Where the hell is Joseph Oofgray? Oh, why is it so damn hot in here? No fishing, you say. Anything else you object to, he asks softly. I swallow. Anal intercourse doesn't exactly float my boat. I'll agree to the fishing, but I'd really like to claim your ash, Anastasia. But we'll wait for that. Besides, it's not something we can dive into, he smirks at me. Your ash will need training. <laughs> Holy Moses! It's like the Florida Everglades down there! Oofgray! What? It's Oofgray, not Everglades! In my pants! It's like the Everglades in my pants! I place my hands on my head. And I know it so I won't touch him. I'm so turned on. I feel my hips moving slowly up to meet him, wanting him inside me, like this, rough and hard. Oh, the anticipation. We don't have long. This will be quick, and it's for me, not you. Do you understand? Don't come, or I will spank you, he says through clenched teeth. This reel-to-reel must be broken. Oh, I think it's working just fine. I need a fresh pair of pantaloons. Pair of what? Panties! I'm baking a cake down here! Down where? It's like the Everglades! It's Oofgray! What? Oofgray! He gave me the clap! We all did! He was a hero, I tell you! Saved my life more than once! Clasping the bath ledge, I move up and then down slowly, opening my eyes to gaze at him. We're wet and slippery and moving against each other. I am starting to recognize this delicious tightening, quickening, and the water is swirling around us, our own whirlpool, a stirring vortex as our movements become more frantic, sloshing everywhere, mirroring what's happening inside me. Christian crushes me to him, his arms wrapped around my back as he finds his release. And a baby, he cries. I need a smoke! I need to take this back to the general store! Get my money back, it's not working right! It's working just fine! What is? My lady parts! What parts? What? What parts? I like the parts where they were making the whooping! Where's Joseph Oofgray? The Everglades! They're simmering like the Everglades! It's Oofgray! Fifty Shades Oofgray, we called him! Gave me the clap, that one did! And herpes! Finest man I ever knew! Saved my life more than once! I miss him! Don't we all? Don't we all?
vagina. The Smoking Chihuahuas are Chad Fletcher, Scott Meeker, and Benji Tunnel. This week's guests are Jason Ludlam and Christina Ludlam. Follow us on Facebook and review us on iTunes or wherever podcasts are found. If you like what you hear, listen to our sister podcast, Tales of the Smoking Chihuahua. 